All righty, we're back. Good evening. This is part two of the Pulse Impromptu Open Forum show. Welcome to the show. Let me go ahead and start out with a quick tune here while I get the rest of our panel back in. Welcome to the show again. This is the Pulse Live Tuesday Impromptu Open Forum. Here we go. Put on my blue suede shoes and I boarded the plane Touched down in the land of the Delta Blues In the middle of the pouring rain WC handy, won't you down over me Yeah, I got a first class ticket But I'm as blue as a boy can be Then I'm walking in Memphis Walking with my feet ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel? Saw the ghost of Elvis On Union Avenue Followed him up to the gates of Graceland And I watched him walk right through now security, they did not see him They just hovered around his tomb But there's a pretty little thing Waiting for the king Down in the jungle room When I was walking in Memphis I was walking with my feet Ten feet off a of beer Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel? They've got catfish on the table They've got gospel in the air Reverend Green, be glad to see you When you haven't got a prayer Boy, you got a prayer in Memphis A Muriel plays piano Every Friday at the Hollywood And they brought me down to see her And they asked me if I would Do a little number And I sang with she said, tell you Christian child And I said, ma'am, I am tonight Walking in Memphis I was walking with my feet ten feet off a beer Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel Walking in Memphis I was walking with my feet ten feet off a beer Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel Put on my blue suede shoes And I boarded the plane Touched down in the land of the Delta Blues 
In the middle of the pouring rain Touched down in the land of the Delta Blues In the middle of the pouring That's it. Welcome back to the Pulse Part 2. Here we go. Let's get that ride going. All righty here. Let me get some invites out there. Keep this panel fresh. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. I sent the invites out. I see you. I see you. (laughs) <laughs> welcome back rick part two what's up ah, we're gonna have to go with that from now on aren't we <laughs> that's right <laughs> let's see here we got the latecomer coming in our admin salute <laughs> oh he finally showed up yeah he did <laughs> kind of <laughs> a little bit are you so, back Scott, yeah tell my... us about the tire pressure uh so i was trying to explain it to him it's not like the old days it's a whole it's a whole thing so we we uh me me and john were i was looking online and i saw some guy had an old uh dyno frame and it looked pretty good so we're we're like okay well we get a price then we'll 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 build a bike we'll build a bike and prices and, and, and and spec it out so we got the frame and we decided we're going to make it as light as possible, as cheap as possible, and also maybe as cool as possible, um, but just kind of keep it in that genre. And um, I ended up going with kind of what would for BMX even, right? Really thin yeah. tires. Uh, yeah. 1. 1.6, uh, 1.6 width tires. And they're made by like a road bike company um and they're 110 psi for a 20 inch tire <laughs> really yeah and i am impressed yeah well even your your normal bmx that you ride scott right the kink bike the kink one yeah it's rated at what 110 uh it- no 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 th- those tires those are street tires so yeah. Um, they're a lot lower. I got to look right because it's sitting right next to me. Um, they are 60. Run 35 to 60. So they're 60 max. Yeah. Think about that, Rick. I mean, we're back to run. We don't even run 110 pounds in truck tires. Not 100 pounds. Right. 100 pounds. Yeah. Right, right. So anyway... <laughs> I got it all on there. <laughs> Here you go. Here comes and, the story, peeps. <laughs> and I've got one of those those portable, like emergency rechargeable, um, uh, inflators that you can buy. Yeah. And and uh, also I'm, works for his blow up mill. <laughs> yeah, you just have to change the tip. 
<laughs> Richards and Gina, welcome to the she show. She, she, she don't like the Schrader. You know what I mean? Schrader like tip. She likes a Presta. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they. Uh, so I'm 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 like blowing it up, and you know it's about I don't know fifty, and and yeah. it was weird too. I was like, shit, I got to walk into the other room. I'm and, on the phone with him while he's doing this wreck. <laughs> and, and I, so I'm carrying, I'm carrying the rechargeable thing. Uh, the, then yeah, the, the inflator and the tire and I'm walking in the house. I look down and I see that bead pop off the sidewall and it just, I mean, it just stay puff marshmallow, man. It just start like, whoop, and I turn it off and it stops. And, and I go to like grab where it's coming off of the rim. Yeah. And as soon as I went to go grab it, it just went boom. It was like a concussion bomb. It was at probably like 78, 79 when it did it. Did it. Yeah. And, and, it, and I, was t- I was telling Brett, louder than any handgun i've ever fired in my life <laughs> in the I living room it. yeah i, I believe it it's in the small. living room i uh, know you don't have long richard sedudo thank you for joining the show i caught that i appreciate your support here at the pulse <laughs> and uh so well, but i did but i but i did i was successful so i i was like okay well i'm gonna have to order another tube um yeah so I was like, so let me grab the other one and redo this setup and just kind of take my time with it. And yeah, that thing sit that thing's been sitting pretty at 110. I got 110 in that tire. On a bicycle tire, 20 inch bicycle tire for those that are wondering. I even was tell doing how you build it in stages and tell them what you did. Go yeah. ahead and that out there. Oh, so so yeah, yeah. I I so the first time I, I filled it up the second the second tube. I, I put it to 55 and I took the tire up to 55. Wasn't really worried about that. And then I decided, I started doing math. I was like, okay, so I should be good about 10%, you know, 10% jumps. So I went 55 to 70, but every time I would, I would turn on the machine, I would have it in the living room and I'd go all the way up the stairs and I'd look down at it at the rail. <laughs> because <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna let that thing pop yeah and 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 i and i did i went from 70 to like 85 then went to 100 and then finally the last one at 110 i got yeah. into that tire and then i was like okay well you actually like in between like like right after i last to talk to you brett i was yeah. like i had searched for those tires and i found a review on them and there was a guy that said um they don't run good low right yeah they just yeah. they don't work that way but they work pretty good at 100 if you're having issues filling them up <laughs> and and there's even a guy there's another guy on there he says oh i blew a tube pumping one up um with okay. my air with my air compressor <laughs> right and yeah. and it was like the guy said dude it's not it's not the tubes it's it's the tire it's it's so this tire you can you can you can squish it up 
Like you could squish it, fold it up and put it in a pocket, like in a backpack, the tire yeah. itself. It, it doesn't even have a steel bead on it. It's, it's made out of Kevlar. Yeah. So you could literally fold the tire into about maybe in realistically four by about, four. about an eight, eight inch, okay. eight inch, uh, eight inch long rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. You could totally just fold this tire up. Like if you wanted to bring another tire with you, you could literally stick it, it back in a, fr a front backpack pocket and carry an extra tire with you. A pocket yeah. tire. But a those tires tire. weigh less than a pound. Right. So in a normal 20 inch tire weighs between uh, usually not as low as two pounds but right closer, probably about two and a half pounds. So there's a huge difference when you're talking about a complete bike that's going to end up being what, what's an average bike, a decent 30, bike is what I, 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 actually, I actually would even go lower nowadays. I go, I go 25. Yeah. 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 And I think I, I have a feeling there's a possibility. Yes, there's a possibility. I might be able to break 20 on this bike. Yeah. Yeah. And that's huge. I mean, we used to do that in the eighties. I mean, that was the biggest thing. Let's see how light we can go. Right. Uh, right. It, that well, was hard, hard time to do that with all the fucking pegs and standards. And, <laughs> I hate the garbage we were throwing on them. Like, like yeah, yeah. Like the, the skyways and like, uh, yeah. Big composite I rims. I just yeah. cut forks and make choppers out of my bikes. <laughs> I bet you that was sexy. Did you have a banana oh. seat? <laughs> oh, you bet I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about that. It was tough back then. You know, when we had in the 80s, when we had uh, uh, stuff come back out, you know, that's when the when the GT, the pro performers were coming out. That's when, you know, all that stuff, all the badass bikes were coming out and starting to hit. Hello, Coco. Hey, uh, Sean. Hey, Rocky. <laughs> hey, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky's back. What's up? up? He's just listening. But back then when we were building these things, we were trying to throw out everything we could to lighten these suckers up because back then we were doing some pretty wicked stuff in the, in the mid-80s. I mean, we were riding... Uh, me and Scott have talked about it a lot. Uh, we used to ride one of the most notorious uh, bike and skate parks in California. Matter of fact, in the U.S. was the pipeline. Um, and so anytime you could, you know, shed a few pounds on a bike, you were like looking to do anything you could on it. And right. then we were dumb enough to make downhill bikes. Do you guys know what downhill bikes are? Did I ever tell you guys about downhill bikes? You, you told me a little bit about it before. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's actually pretty unique because some of the yeah. coolest bike stories out there are about bike genres you just don't never hear about, you know. Right. Right. Um so back in the day when I was growing up up in uh Big Bear Lake, California, we had uh we had quite a few um downhills so to speak. And one of the wickedest ones was uh, going down the backside from Big Bear Lake uh, down to um, down to Victorville. Actually, it was Lucerne Valley at the time, um, going down to Lucerne Valley. Now, we had a highway back then that literally kicked your tail, and I mean badly. Uh, there was 
we had this brilliant idea, and I do say this again, a brilliant idea to basically start building downhill bikes. Now, these downhill bikes were made for one thing. They were made to go downhill. Now, the highway that we used to run was Highway 18 out the backside, uh, the north side of Big Bear Lake. Uh, it was actually towards Baldwin Lake. And it traversed from about, I don't know, 6,500 feet down to, um, I'm thinking, by the time you got down to the bottom, you were like at 700 foot above sea level. And um, so we had this bright idea of making downhill bikes. Now, downhill bikes were, what we built them for was they had to be weighted. They didn't have pedals on them, but they did have brakes if you could get them to work. We always started out with the old <laughs> twin stingray frames. <laughs> now, what we took to, with these frames is uh, my dad gave us the brilliant idea. You want to weight a downhill bike, what are you going to do? you are gonna fill the frame with concrete. So we would mix up concrete, no aggregate in it, and we would fill the frame up with concrete and let it dry out, okay? Then we would punch holes through uh, where the crank would go, and we actually welded bars through there and put 20 pound weights on each side. And we actually doubled it. We had 40 pounds on each side. So, so picture this. We've got an old swing stingray frame. It's already full of concrete now. And then we're adding dumbbell weights onto it that we've extended a bar going through that we could slide the, slide the weights onto. And extended it out six inches on each side, just a little bit longer, so that it, we would have foot pegs on it. Okay. So then, of course, you were already pretty cool because you had the weight going right off the bat. So then you had to try and figure out a brake system. Brake systems were not the funnest thing in the world because our first time trying this out, using brake system, using clamp brakes, C-clamp brakes back then, or V-brakes even back then, um, after you got up to about 25, 30, those brakes all you would hear was shunk <laughs> and the brakes would break off and just literally go flying out of there so with that we built custom handlebars that were kind of uh pullback bars uh, like on a motorcycle they had like a certain rise to them and we had them drawn back and basically turned them into almost like a like a street fighter bike okay we still left the banana seat on there so you could, it was kind of a cafe style and then we went to tires. Now, tires, of course, had to be pretty special at that point. And I could remember that what we were using were road bike tires back then. Now, Scott, you've driven Highway 18, right, from Big Bear down to uh, Lucerne Valley? Oh, you yeah. That yeah, road. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's back on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, and and it's not even a, a highly popular road. Yeah. Like, when I've driven it, there's been times when there's been fallen trees. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and then you go and then you do the drive like a week later and that same tree is still there. It just maybe moved a little more. 
towards yeah. the side of the road at that point. Like, you know, like no one even cares. Right, right. But, it, but it's right. a it's a crazy road, <laughs> dude. It's steep. It's heavy grade. What's the heaviest heaviest grade that you have uh, ridden uh, driven a truck down, Rick? What do you think percentage wise? Oh shoot, we had yep. like eleven uh, percent grade. Eleven, okay. Uh, Highway eighteen runs at fourteen percent grade. So that's exactly what you're running at. It's it's well, anywhere between eleven and. It 14. wouldn't even surprise me if there's spots that are way steeper than that. <laughs> I I I'm thinking the same thing, and there's one section that's about three quarters of a mile long that just has switchbacks on it. Right, and 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 I know, and right when you get to that point where the trees start to clear, like because you kind of there's a huge you're, you're high desert. Yeah. Right. You, 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 and and yeah. you could and you could see below because you're out of the canopy and all that. Right. Like there's there's a point and if you're driving like over 10 miles an hour, you might be driving too fast going right. down no. um, in a car, <laughs> in a little car. Right. Yeah. And we're a on little downhill car. bikes. Right. Uh, I mean, we're on, uh, Rosa, welcome to the show. And Ms. Gilko, I see you joined as well. So there we are. We are building, and this is in the 80s, right? This is uh, probably early 80s when we started building these downhill bikes. And let me tell you, I don't know how we survived. I literally don't know how we survived. We had some crashes like you would not believe. We had uh, we had guys that were just solid road rash from tip to tail. I I don't even know how we survived and got through it all, but we did some crazy stuff in downhill bikes. And thanks to my dad for uh, you know God rest his soul. Uh, thank you for giving those great ideas to us. Of hey, let's build some downhill bikes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we of course we progressed uh later on uh from downhill bikes we started building shifter carts now i don't know if any of you guys have ever built a or ridden a a, a shifter cart or not but uh we did some pretty brutal stuff on shifting we're talking you know 100 mile an hour plus shifter carts back then hello crucible welcome to the show um we did stupid shit back then. I mean, just literally. Well, we've talked about it on the show before, you know, about all the stuff that we've did. I've even had some of my old high school buddies on the show that we've talked about stuff that we've done in the wintertime back then. Uh, it, it, we did some dumb stuff. And one of the biggest things that after the, after the downhill bikes was moving into building shifter carts. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the race carts or not or ever driven one or ridden one, but let me tell you, you get on, you build a shifter cart, and you're talking back then when you're still, you know, just barely breaking 100 pounds, and you got a six-speed tranny on there and a KT100 motor, two-stroke ripping on a shifter cart and blazing up Highway 18 with uh, the good old CHP after your tail. Let me tell you, it gets a little interesting back then. But we always had it. We always had a go-to truck, a go-to car. We we had buddies that where their dads had uh, box trucks back then. You know, like the U-Haul box trucks. And we always had, we always had some way out. 
you know, to get it. I mean, we've been busted a few times back then. But just looking back at it, just some of the stupid shit we did, how the hell did we even make it this far? Well, you stop and think about how the kids are today. We are the reasons why the kids are sitting in front of computers today. Because <laughs> their parents did the stupid shit we did. Right, right. But look at it. It's ruined what's happening. I mean, how many times do you see do you see old memes on Facebook and stuff of a kid on a bicycle, you know, jumping five kids that are laying down? No helmet, no pads, no this, no that. You know, what I mean? you know, and I'm like, and and these poor kids nowadays, they're all stuck to their phones, they're stuck to computers and video games and this and that. So I applaud you, Scott, for getting John going on the BMX thing and the bike thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's really impressed yeah. with how how like that bike build has been going. Like, like he was he went over to it tonight, and yeah. you saw we uh we 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 put the front rim on it finally, and um, yeah. and he he like went over and he grabbed it by the top tube and picked it up. Wow, this thing's just gonna be amazing, isn't it? Yeah, like way cool, right? Like way cool. Uh, Susie said that's how her daughter knocked out her front tooth. Uh, dude, Sean put out there, skate or die. Um, the, Scott is still a hardcore skater. I don't know about he is, hardcore. Dude, but... uh, come on, man. He's got rollerblades? Oh, uh, no, no. He is still a skater. Literally skateboards. Okay. Oh, he's not like three days. Yeah, he's not like exactly a spring chicken. Okay, but he's not three days older than dirt either. Uh, yeah. See, Sean still skates boards uh, out there. He's forty three. Exactly. You know, nothing wrong with it whatsoever. So, but that's why I wanted to get out there. I just applaud all those parents out there that get their kids going and stuff and get them out doing things again. Um, yeah, that's why, because like I said, look, the kids nowadays are sitting in front of the computers because I remember I, we didn't call them shifter carts. We, we put two stroke snow machine engines on there, 440s and stuff like that. Right. And talk right. about lifting the front end of the ground, a car off the ground. You can do it. With a yeah. Stroke yeah. Motor. Hello. Welcome to the show. Um, and it's just funny how we think about it. Uh, Sean, great that you're still skateboarding at 43. And uh, the thing is that we're still doing great things out there. I just fired up roller skate. Those that have followed me on the pulse here know that we started, I started doing family skate nights again. Blew the dust off my speed skates, actually built a new pair of skate, speed skates, uh, quad skates, roller skates. And we're skating like, you know, two plus times a month now. And getting out there, or boogie. You got people coming from Nenana, fifty miles away to go skate. Right. Yeah. Twenty-five miles away. Yeah. If you guys want to see any pictures of that, you guys are always welcome to find. uh, Go to Facebook and find the Pulse in Anderson and Nenana, N-E-N-A-N-A, and I have pictures posted there along with some. some videos on there of us roller skating. I've, I've set up full rinks inside our gymnasium here and we're just having a great time. We, we currently have, we've got one little four-year-old that has taken to skating so much. She's running circles around people. It's just amazing, you know, and it's nice to see 
that we've got the kids out doing something again. And uh, it's really cool. And I love roller skating. I've been roller skating since, well, since I crawl just about, you know. But check us out. Go on Facebook. Find The Pulse in Anderson and Ninana. Just look for our Pulse logo. You should be able to find it. And uh, you guys are welcome to join and uh, and catch up with us there. See some of the videos and some of the pictures out there. Um, we do. I mean, I'm still in it. I'm still in that point to where uh what do we call it a desperate attempt to cling to our youth we all find something that we do i build motorcycles every winter um i i start out with a full build i'll buy a new bike and i'll build it through the winter until springtime hits and i've got a new motorcycle to ride um it's just one of those things i've done for years here in alaska i'm in it i'm an adv rider which is adventure bike rider um the motorcycles that i ride now is not crotch rockets or harleys anymore i ride a bike okay so like my latest bike that i had in uh my large adventure bike ktm 1290 um it's basically what KTM did was they took a, a crotch rocket and a dirt bike, let them have sex, and said, here's 180 horsepower of a motorcycle that you can ride on the street in dirt. Have fun. That's so perverted. It, it, it is, absolutely. You know, but you've seen my KTM, right? You've seen my bikes. I mean, it's just part of fun and part of being here. So keep it going out there. You know, the, the more we keep out there, the more we can get these kids out doing some things out there. You know, it, it's only going to be good for what we got going in the future. Because I tell you what, the future ain't looking too bright right now. <laughs> what do I hear? Water. Who's got water running? That's me. Now? That's me. I'm sorry. I was. I was... Well, what are you doing? <laughs> I was I was I was I was cleaning. You were cleaning. Welcome to the Pulse, the cleaning show, where my admin and co-host. I told I told you this is this is this is relaxed. I'm not sitting at a desk with a with a mic from a boom stand. Right, just... right. <laughs> um, free to roam around the house tonight, huh, Scott? Tomorrow you gotta sit at the desk. Yeah. 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 I've, yeah, I've got a I've got stuff where I got to go sit, sit at a desk tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to, so. I'm, I'm making him go to the grind, man. Cause we got the headline news show. That's also, let me get that out there. Just a reminder the pulse. We have the headline news show at uh, 10 AM Alaska time, um, which we do here, me and my co-host Scott. It's a great time to get the headline news out 10 AM Alaska time, 11 AM Pacific and so on and so on and so on. Absolutely. Rocky. Thank you for being a part of the pulse. Uh, also tomorrow night, this is our impromptu show. I just threw this out there because I wanted to just get out there and talk and have some fun and get some panel together and just enjoy the night. So this is not, uh, our normal, we have our variety show, a uh, variety show is tomorrow night, Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Alaska time. Uh, make sure you guys hit that follow button and give us some likes on the way through. And you guys are always welcome to join us there. Uh, <laughs> Susie, says, <laughs> Susie says he just didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> no, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> Who, Rocky? Well, 
no Susie said that <laughs> that's why i came into the studio she's like she's like yeah he just wow. didn't talk to me i'm like no i was i was pumped up tonight i was like uh yeah no i know she's kidding absolutely and I yes the world, uh, wants to, the world wants to know what the hell exploded over uh montana i mean i wish they'd find some news about that no rocky was on you know he he yeah. had he had the no pun intended the pulse on it <laughs> that was about it um but also fox uh, news mean talking about it they, they, they just can't figure it out yeah yeah um i was looking at i was looking back in some of the comments uh for you skaters out there uh the dude sean put out there my limit is flying off stairs on a skateboard and even that is pushing it right and as we talk about our youth today, there's a true, there's some bleakness out there. Well, I, I beat all the, I beat all the local kids at uh, an Ollie contest. Did you, you never even told me about that. Yeah. I four boards, but that was like, yeah, three, three, I can do like no problem every time the yeah. four boards like that was like literally cause it, it, it's above my waist. Right. And that, and that is at my age. It's like, it's like I have to move everything in the most perfect way to even get anywhere near that. Heaven flow. So you don't blow yeah. a hip out. Yeah, so you yeah. don't break the hip. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't have issues like that. But the one thing I worry about is my wrist because it's. You know, I've got a. I've got a plate. So. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I and I was. I've been told. I was told by the doctor, don't ever break your wrist again. Right. Right. You break so your you break your break a wrist again. It's going to be like, yeah. you know, I, I forgot what he compared it to. It was something like, <laughs> it's, it's it's like you took a a sledgehammer to a to a teacup. If you break your wrist again, it'll just turn into powder. It'll just. There's, he says there's barely any there's barely any natural like like you know your your bone that hardens over that many years. There was barely yeah. any of that left as it was. So he had a hard time putting screws in it. Yeah, to keep it yeah. to get it back together. So, but yet um, you're still out there skating. Yeah, and you know, uh, uh, one, still, one thing I, I will say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I just well, what I told myself from that day forward was no more pools. Yeah, so, stay so out that, of the pools. That, yeah, yeah, that ended my my my, my pool riding forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was so stupid. It's like I wish I could say I was like doing Sean like get you up, <laughs> doctor's what, order. What, read that one there you go oh wait I don't... over i don't have the screen up <laughs> you don't you're missing out anyway <laughs> there's there's some good stuff out there that that we gotta try and keep alive you know and like yeah. I said, your your sex life's over i mean <laughs> but hey you know you do have that that new mini air compressor so um, you'll be able to keep that, uh, keep that blow up doll going and you're good to go. I'm, you know, just a short, a little bit of time that I've been BMXing and I've, I've gotten bunny hops about, about a foot already. Really? So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just cool. kind of just trying to learn how to pull, yeah. pull forward a little bit harder. So it's, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not going to get back in, into that sport. Like, you know, how kids yeah. were when we were young. Right. I'm not going to do that, man. Because I, I, like I told you, all of my memories of BMXing from when I was a kid, right, were these moments in time 
when I was scared shitless. Right. Like that's what I think of when I think of, Oh, how, what, what I was doing with a BMX bike when I was young. So the dirt tracks that I was on were freaking scary. You know, they were really, really, really scary. Like just huge jumps and, and like, kind of just like, you know, pedal and pray kind of thing. Like, you yeah. know, I mean, there, there was, there was points I was like forcing myself to keep my eyes open when I was like, <laughs> right, right. You know, I, and, I, and yeah, I'm not going to do anything like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, nice. You got a boat, we got fishing, we got swimming, we got all that stuff. I was lucky to be a part of history. Uh, Scott, you know, this, um, I grew up in big bear Lake, California, and I was lucky enough to spend many, many times with, uh, with Tom Sims and with, um, Jake Burton. Okay. Jake Carter, Carpenter, uh, Burton snowboards. I was literally at the forefront of snowboarding. Um, we were actually the first ones to get snowboards on the ski slopes. We literally had to go to Mr. Goldsmith at no summit and literally um, get his praises to get snowboards on the slopes. So yes, I am in the, in the days of snowboarding, I was at the forefront of it, which was just flat out amazing. And I still snowboard to this day. I still, I still run my boards though. I still ski. Um, I was on the race department for years at Snow Summit, was a ski patrol, but uh, absolutely one of the best things that could have ever happened to me was being a part of that and being able to um, see what it's turned into, right? I mean, snowboarding's huge out there. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's just flat out amazing how far it's gone and be able to see what it did and as it's traversed, you know, from way back, you know, from the days of going, wow, you know, uh, I mean, snowboards, they, they were basically, snowboards didn't even have bindings on them back then. When we first started testing snowboards, we were literally wearing uh, Sorrells and they were bungee corded. The snowboards were bungee corded to our feet. That's that's the first snowboards that we were running back then. I didn't snowboard um, because even at my age, it was a fairly expensive hobby to get into. But I had plenty of friends who did. And the one thing I remember, like just hanging out with them, I even went to like um, I can't remember where it is uh, up there by Mammoth Lakes. Um, Hi. No, no. Mammoth Lakes. Oh, you were out at Mammoth? Bishop. Yeah. Bishop. Okay. Yeah. Like used to go out there when they used to go out there and, um, you know, it was back then it was like anyone who snowboarded was actually usually pretty good. Right. Right. And so I can't imagine what it's like now where it's like, it's an extremely accepted sport. Yeah. And, and there's probably like just so many people doing it. Like they don't care if it's their first time back then it was a big deal for it to be your first time. Right. You know, right. and nowadays it's like, oh, we went to California on vacation and we took the kids snowboarding. You know, it's like that was yeah. not a thing. Taking the kids snow. You don't take kids snowboarding 
in the right. 90s you know this <laughs> is like yeah, yeah people we were, were crazy we man every day. we were doing it every day right you know, we we were lucky enough we were we were night skiers and night snowboarders because we let the, we called everyone down below we called them flatlanders you know this scott yeah. <laughs> we called them flatlanders so we did everything at night um everything you know we would start skiing or snowboarding at three o'clock and we were doing last runs at 11 o'clock at night and for those that have ever skied snow summit it has some of the best night skiing in the world you know and just amazing you know and we had just great times growing up back then and i'd love to see that start again and that's that's what i miss i mean granted it's hard to do here in Alaska with our winter time. So that's why I fired up the roller skating thing and stuff. But, you know, there should be no excuses for getting our kids out there and getting them unglued from electronics and starting to show, you know, just getting things going again. It's uh, still, it's still a battle with even it being like, you know, his best friend uh, rides a bicycle. He rides a bicycle. They yeah. all the time they, they get into the ravines and stuff like that and and they yeah. do all kinds of stuff like that and still hard for me to like manage like video games and computer and everything and right. so like yeah but there are some kids man they just that all they do is they just go to school come home and they sit in front of a screen go to school probably sit in front of a screen for a part of that time too you yeah know? and it's just yeah you gotta gotta try to do other there's things. gotta be some sort of balance in there right you know, well there, also there. also too i i noticed that a lot of you know it's easy for me to do because he's 13 i can like go do stuff like go to the grocery store right and just right. leave him at home and yeah. no problem no big deal but you know lately it's like probably like the last i would say like two out of the last five times i've went yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't care if I just hey, run, in or, to the show. run in or out. Like, I just bring him with me just so he like, just, sees, to get him out. just to see those things. Right. You know, yeah. you have those weird conversations like, oh, I didn't know they made that. Or like, oh, can yeah. we get one of these? I think I might like to try. like, it's just like, otherwise he's just not going to know the world. Right. Like, right. you know, you, you got like, even though that kind of stuff, I've noticed a lot of kids aren't really even exposed to how adults even function right yeah i know that yeah it is it's uh as susie said out there yep it's a big world out there to explore and it is it really is and i know we have uh we've got many people on this panel at our end of the room right now and um you know it it is it's up to us to get them going again and spend as much time with our children get them outside get them doing something you know uh whether it's uh skateboarding you know bmx bike riding do something you know anything but but get stuck into that loop of just being caught you know video games computers blah 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 this and that how many how many times how hard is it uh how hard is it just to get a kid to read a book nowadays Oh, who knows? Do do they even a lot harder, right? Schools I don't even think are really pushing kids to read books like they used to. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not anything like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and you're right, Sean. Uh, you put it out there. It's up to us as parents to get these things going again and mm-hmm. start changing the path because the path that we have right now, man, I'm looking at it now. When I'm dead and gone, <laughs> I worry yeah. about what's coming. You know John, what I mean? John reads. John will find. Um, I pray. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like he does. Like, uh, like he gets addicted to like a series, right? Right. right. That's I know by fact. Yes, he does. You know, and then he's got to read everything. Like, like I, like I just even still to this day. Like I don't even know if he's still. I don't think he. Well, I actually I have heard that he's right. Like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, like, I still probably, have I'm here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, he's got like probably there's probably like over thirty right. of those. Like he's I don't I don't know if he has all of them or not, but he he loves those. Like and he loves yeah. like continued storylines, like long storylines, and I think it feeds into him wanting to play. Like he likes role playing, like role video role playing games. Right. You know, like he he does that, and I you know I I think that's kind of good. I mean, it's better than just you know, playing a call of duty all the time. Right. Or like, right. Right. You know, and I, even, I, even I, Roblox is a Seth pool, you know? Yeah. I mean, we were a weird drama going on in a video game that looks like Legos. You know? right. <laughs> I mean, we all had our addictions to games, even us as older ones, right. All the way back to the days of pong and Atari, mm. the Atari 2600s. Right. I mean, we had our time, but we generally did it at night. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like we would waste the daylight doing it. We would always want to be out on our bikes. We'd always be taking trips. We'd always be, you know, doing something out there. It was only when the when the lights went off, when the street lights went off, that we'd go and find something else to do. You know, but that has changed. Um, It's it's totally changed out there. And we got to, we got to look at that and we got to look at, uh, you know, I'm worried about our future. You know, I really am. And when it comes down to reading books, I even, I'm, I gotta say, I'm lazy about it. Yes. I still read paperbacks, but I also got a big, huge genre of audibles too. So, you know, but I use those usually when I'm driving and this and that. So I have something to listen to, you know? But uh, I'm saying there's just, and you're right about, Scott, what you said about the schools, about what they've pulled out of schools. Hell, they don't even cursive handwriting anymore. No, you it's know? all printing on computers and stuff. Yeah. Have to, have you seen, I, I watch some of the writing of our kids nowadays, teenagers, and I'm like looking at it going, dude, I mean, that's horrid. You know, a rotary phone that can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's uh, uh, Richardson's out there saying he says uh, um, they're fun and uh, they can relate. Uh, his son does. Um, he loves books and he loves YouTube. Yeah, there's but there's a balance there. Um, also uh, put out there our future can't even figure out not to eat Tide Pods. <laughs> there you go. Did you talk about that earlier? Yeah. Um, well, that's great uh, that your school is teaching cursive. And most of the schools out there, they've been, it's been taken out of the schools that uh, they don't teach cursive anymore. You know? And ridiculous. 
it is. It it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, they're they're so worried about other stuff that they've taken stuff that's fundamental. Because I think about it now, I actually have a writing style that that has come to me over the years of years and years of writing that is almost part cursive and part normal. Well, I mean, look what they're doing. Look what they're doing in the grocery stores nowadays. They, yeah. they don't accept checks. I mean, if yeah. they do check, it runs right through real quick. I mean, yeah. these kids don't know nothing about a check. It's got the piece of plastic. They were on their phone. They tap their phone on stuff. And pay for things. Yeah. I mean, these kids don't know nothing about a, a paper check. No, they don't. A lot of them don't even know how to fill them out. I remember in high school, they taught us how to fill out checks. Economics. Yes, it was in economics class. They literally taught us how. They had a bunch of blank, you know, just fake checks, and they would teach us how to fill out checks. They also taught you how to do your uh, W-2s and do your taxes. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Not on a computer. How to balance a bank statement. Yes, that was part of our math classes Yeah, back then. You don't see that anymore. None none yeah. of that stuff is, is in the lives of our kids anymore. It's pretty do sad. Even, do they even do home ec in, in school anymore? Um, some schools, yes. Um, I need to here in Anderson, believe it or not. Teaching kids to cook. Absolutely. Yes, they do do that. And... Um, they, they do do that here. Um, I don't know if all schools still have that out there, uh, home ec, but I remember taking home ec. I mean, we were smart guys, man. Where did you go when you wanted to see check out all the ladies in high school? Home ec. <laughs> home ec, man. Where'd you, where, where'd you go when you're hungry? Home ec. Home ec. That's exactly right. You know? <laughs> that's, that's exactly how it worked back then. You know, it, it wasn't just, it was like, oh, home ec, that's cool. You know, and you always had, you always had some of the dummies like, oh man, you're a wussy. You're going to home ec. I'm like, yeah, you're stupid. You can go ahead and go to that social studies <laughs> class. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> you know, that was an well, elective. Learned, that was a great well, elective. Well, you I learned know? something to meet girls. That's where you went. That's exactly right. And uh, that that's exactly right also, Richard, so you put that out. Learned how to sew in home ec. I did the yeah, same I thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I can still sew. If I need to sew something up, I can sew something, you know. Um, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, Susie put out there, girls like boys who can cook. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> there's a there's a hint in there somewhere i'm i'm seeing a hint from Susie. <laughs> she she does she does most of the cooking in the home which i am very blessed for her to do um with all the stuff that's loaded on me uh you know it's uh it's hard for me to get some, I do get some cooking time in there and I'm, I'm actually a very good cook. Um, I, I actually went to culinary school years ago. I actually earned my badge. I can cook. Um, I had a cooking class with Scott one night. Mm-hmm. Didn't I Scott? Yeah. We're making steaks. Yeah. I did a cooking class on, uh, what'd we do it? We just on FaceTime or whatever. 
did a cooking class. How'd that steak turn out? Fantastic. See, there you go. <laughs> Just don't eat Rick's spaghetti and you'll be fine. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> no, it was good. It was decent. It was decent. I, I'll it throw was that. Edible. Out. Yeah, it was edible. The meatballs were good. It was just it needed some work. You're okay, man. (laughs) I'm rough around the edges, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Actually, Rick can cook. And the only reason why we know this is because, uh, was it two years ago at the 4th of July uh, celebration in the uh, town of uh, uh, Ninana here in Alaska, we did a 4th of July uh, cook-off. And it was your idea to pick spaghetti. Yeah, I just threw it out there. (laughs) Yeah. So I did spaghetti. Rick did spaghetti. Miss Susie, who's in our panel and also our executive producer, did a white chicken spaghetti. And then Tom, he made some sort of spaghetti, which... I don't know, Stuffy Joe mix or some <laughs> shit. Oh, my God, it was awful. I mean, the four-year-old kids were eating it like crazy, but the rest of us were like, oh, my God, man, shave your tongue. <laughs> anyway, I did end up winning. I'm going to say that on air, Rick. I did win oh, the spaghetti cook-off. But I got to say, honestly, and we all came to this decision, that Susie probably actually won the spaghetti cook-off with her white chicken spaghetti because i mean i went through a lot of spaghetti yeah i went through a lot of spaghetti you went through a lot of spaghetti um tom had like 10 gallons of sauce left over (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening yeah i'm bagging on your shit right now (laughs) i'm I'm getting you (laughs) so it's it's just uh it's one of those things that yeah, by the time the, the cook-off was over, um, we had a little bit of spaghetti left and a little bit of sauce. Not much. I didn't have much. But Susie's was gone like a half an hour before, 45 minutes before we even ended the cook-off, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they we were shoving have, hers in. Product and hers was empty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was excellent it was a good time that's the fun things i love about small towns is just doing that sort of stuff (laughs) yeah Uh, susie just posted out there we had a i'm a good cook eat your heart out gordon ramsay i think that's what i meant to say (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and she did she made more than either of us on top of it Yep. And it was still gone. We, we, yeah, we licked our wounds after that one. Definitely. But I mean, that's another thing. How, how often do I, do we teach our kids to cook nowadays? They don't I, microwave. Right. Everything microwave. is microwavable, right? From microwave burritos to breakfast sandwiches to this and that, if it fits in a microwave and, and cooks for a minute and a half, boom, that's how it's rolling out. You know, um, it is, it's, it's scary nowadays. It's absolutely, absolutely scary nowadays. Scott, you got any words? Throw them out there. Not really. No, you just listening. Listen, you guys talk about microwaving stuff. (laughs) You're the king of microwaves, aren't you? I could, I could work my way around a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> no, but there's still stuff you can get done with microwaves. I, I like short timing stuff with microwaves. Short timing stuff is in like doing baked potatoes. Okay. If you're going to do a baked potato, I tell you what, you can, you can seriously blow some time out using a microwave for baked potatoes. Nine, nine minutes is done. Yeah, absolutely. And we're talking big bakers out there, you know, not them little scrawny things out there. I mean, there are certain things that a microwave just flat out works for. I have nothing against it. Um, popcorn. Yeah, there you go. Popcorn. Absolutely. Absolutely. Popcorn we can go with, right? And most of them have the popcorn button. So that's what's even funnier. <laughs> yeah. Reheating leftovers. Absolutely. I, I did that today. Um, I had, uh, I, you know, dinner was great last night. We had steaks last night. So I had leftover steaks and leftover corn and a couple of Susie's homemade cheddar biscuits, which are just to die for, by the way. And, uh, yeah, it's good for you. Right. I mean, like I said, I have nothing against it all over the, the biggest thing that you see is what's coming out in the cooking world right now. Right. Everyone went crazy when the Instapot came out. Right. I, I never, I never bought one. I waited till someone gave me one. Literally one guy, a friend of mine here in Alaska ended up getting two of them for Christmas and ended up giving me one. That's how I ended up with an Instapot. Basically I, I do. It's okay. Um, it's basically just an upgraded pressure cooker. Yeah, well, they got one they use now and then. Laura uses it quite a bit. She's yeah. got one against the pots. Yeah, yeah, I have it. We use it. Um, Susie uses it. We do. It's a giant rice cooker. <laughs> there you go. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Carries through some uh, pretty good meals in there. The, the um, roast. Corn. corn the, Corn beef, briskets. Yeah. For, uh, St. Your, your mic must yeah. be running away from you, Rick. Is your mic running away? It was. Okay, there you go. Yeah, corn beef she does for uh, St. Patty's Day in them. Yeah. And it yeah. turns out great. We throw a moose roast in there. We'll do that, you know. Um, some other stuff that's, uh, that's quick to do. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, the other thing that's come out, what's the, what's the newest craze out there? Air fryers, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Any of you, do you guys have an air fryer? No. Mm. No. I, 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 I did for a while. Did you? Yeah. I just don't use it that much, but honestly, yeah. if it's, if it's something you're used to. Yeah. They, they work pretty good. They work pretty good. All yeah. Right. I've made all kinds of things. I've made chicken in it and. Yeah. Emerald, uh, Emerald, Emerald, yeah. Fryer. Emeralds, yeah, yeah. I don't think mine was a signature edition of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> His was Blue Light Special at Kmart for those old enough to know. No, no, I think it was a really nice one, actually. Like it was, was a, like a Cuisinart or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But now, when we come to frying in our house. We, we fire up the, we actually have a fryer on our counter. I've got a, we have a, a tabletop oil fryer, uh, a com commercial grade uh, 
basically a countertop fryer. So that's what ends up in it, you know, when we come to it. I mean, because I'm sorry, but, yeah, I love fried foods. I'm not going to deny it. There are times where you just got to fry something. You know what I mean? I'm not talking like deep fried Twinkies or any of that crap. I'm I'm talking like, you know, you pull those those uh, those uh, what are they the um, the corn dogs that we get? Um, anyway, Foster Farm corn dogs, the honey corn dogs. Yeah, dude, those things are flat out delicious coming out of a hot fryer. You know, Susie makes uh, egg rolls and this and that, and even tater tots and French fries that come out of there makes all the difference in the world you know but uh it is uh, when it when it comes to cooking you know there there are so many different ways out there i'm a foodie i love food um <laughs> i'm not gonna deny it uh rick i know he loves food just because you bet. that nice girlish figure of yours <laughs> yep 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 gotta keep this hourglass figure going Right, right, right. Uh, we just call that Alaska winter weight, for those wondering. <laughs> what about lard? Okay, there's a question for you. Um, I don't cook with a whole lot of lard. Um, matter of fact, deep frying, I try and use either uh, vegetable oil or peanut oil. I prefer to use peanut if I can, if I can get away with it. Um, lard I use in baking that sort of thing, grease and pans, but not a whole lot about that. Scott, how about you? Do I use lard? Yeah. No, no, because, well, I, I think people who use uh, lard successfully yeah. are doing it because they're cooking for a mass amount of people. Absolutely. I was waiting for that to get thrown out. Yes. That's, that's well, generally. I, I drop my eggs in my baking grease and cook them that way. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. $9.99 a dozen. I mean, eleven <laughs> twenty-five down the street. Is that what they are? Yeah, that's what they were when I bought a dozen. Oh, Couldn't my. Couldn't find God. any in town, so I went down there and bought a dozen from there. Eleven twenty-five. Eleven twenty-five. Ah. Ouch. Almost. Ouch. Yeah. Almost I a mean, fucking egg. Yeah, we we just we just talked about it on the headline news show about the about the eggs um, rise. We were hearing it that it was eleven dollars in the lower forty eight at certain places, to where it was ten eleven dollars a dozen. And I'm going, wow, Scott, you're still pretty decent, right? Yeah, yeah, well, we can get eggs anywhere. Right, yeah, right. I, I I still don't know what states are having the problem with getting them. Right. Well, you got Hickman's Farm there too. Yeah, it's it's in, it's in Phoenix though. So I was actually kind of wondering if the egg Hello, prices Chris. in in Phoenix are actually like normal, right? Because because if we're getting them, because I think like I normally think I don't buy those because I think they are already elevated normally, right? So. They are. Well, you've got Hickman Farms down there outside of Phoenix, which pretty much produces every egg in the Phoenix Tucson area, right? Isn't Hickman's one of the biggest there? If I um, yeah, I mean as far as an in state, yeah. Um yeah. there's there's uh whatever the other one is, it's like uh I don't know if like Shamrock has a connection to 
farms too. Yeah. And uh, I think because their stuff is like cheap, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, their milk is cheap. Everything's cheap from them. Yeah. So yeah. air fryer is good for kale. Hmm. Never thought about that. Yeah. You can cook anything in an air fryer. And if you figure it out, like if you figure out the, like however to set it up and how long to cook it for, usually yeah. you can, you can do some amazing things like, I'll give you a thing like the chicken thing. The reason why I brought that up is because it's like one of those things where you can put like pieces of chicken and like some vegetables and a bunch of seasoning and then you cook it and, you know, whatever you cook it for, probably not that long, right? 17 minutes or something. Right. And it comes out like you've you've been, like you've been marinating it, right? For overnight, you know, like it's, it tastes like it's been cooking forever. Um, Yeah. But the, honestly, it's like, I don't know if I like cooking like that. I don't know if I right. like cooking with devices and digital menus. <laughs> like, it feels like you're like, you know, like setting, like even the microwave is like, this, not, it's convenient, but it's right. like still not how I picture a meal. Right, right. You I know. know. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't work for uh for a uh oh, looks like we got a new caller here uh hello mashir and uh welcome to the show thank you how are you how are you doing all of you uh, we are wonderful tonight 86 bad love welcome to the show shep i see you out there welcome uh, welcome to the group. Tonight is our just, uh, I just decided to throw out an impromptu just open forum. We're in our second round right now, uh, tonight. And, uh, we've been, it's just kind of went all over the place. Currently we're talking about cooking. Um, it's just been kind of fun. I mean, uh, Monsieur, did you have any comments for what we're Hello. talking about? Hello. We hear you. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. I, I saw the icon of your profile. It's talking about impromptu. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, could, I couldn't read the rest of it. So I have a question oh, about okay. impromptu speaking. Oh, okay. Impromptu just means I came up with a show tonight. I came up with a show tonight. That isn't scheduled. That isn't scheduled. Wow. You got some some big time uh, feedback coming back there, Monsieur. Um, but... Uh, Okay. What it is is, yeah, there you are. Uh, what it is, what impromptu means is just, uh, it's just a show that we put together that's not normally on the schedule. Our normal sh- scheduled shows are Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Alaska time. And then we have our headline news show at 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. Okay. So there you go. All righty. Uh, Scott, did you have anything else to throw out there? Uh, Ship, Bad Love. Uh, you guys are welcome to call in as well. Robert, panel's open here. I do have the lines open. Uh, good to see you guys. Um, when we were talking about, I, I understand what you mean about the cooking with technology thing, this and that. And uh, Susie put out a good point out there. It don't work if you're making for a big family. So they, there is some things up and down with that. Um, Scott, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off in the middle there. You didn't cut me off. I thought I did. Well, no, maybe I, I could have. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I was. Come on, man. Come on, man. I was just telling you, like, yeah. my innermost thoughts. 
and yeah. then you're off talking about air fryers again. <laughs> and you embarrassed me on here. <laughs> How did I embarrass you on here? <laughs> oh, man. I did not. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> I would never do. I got you pretty good the other this day. This is my pod being breakdown. <laughs> Everybody's going to be talking about this. Right. <laughs> For what? Five minutes? Right. <laughs> you know, Scott is so he is so highly wanted out there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. He's a great co-host. He's absolutely yeah. great. <laughs> oh, we lost That's Michigan. it. I'm gonna start my own live. <laughs> I'm gonna start my own life. <laughs> there you go. I'm uh, fed up. I'm just I'm so up. fed up right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As Susie's jumping off there, she says, have a great night. I'm jumping off. It's been fun and full of laughs. Catch you tomorrow. Absolutely. Miss Susie, our executive producer, thank you for everything you do here at The Pulse. We appreciate it. Um, and have a great night. I'll see you a little later. <laughs> All right, let's see here. What else did we have out there? I see uh, my dino nuggets aren't crispy enough in the air fryer. What can I do about that? There's a, there's a question for you, Scott, Mr. Air Fryer. <laughs> I, well, no, I think with something like that, you just, that either like most of them actually have air fryer instructions on the back. Of the air fryer? No, of the package of like dinosaur nuggets. Really? Yeah. So the air fryers, they come with this like really bizarre cookbooks usually. But like, yeah. yeah, like when you get like the frozen goodies, like, you know. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like I even think like taquitos and stuff like that. They have like air fryer instructions now printed on the bags and the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, it's usually a little bit quicker. And it's yeah, like, it usually tastes a little bit better over, say, microwave. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Judah says, nope, not mine. <laughs> mine don't. <laughs> he was kidding though. That's that's actually hilarious. When you you know our uh our culture is changing. Our culture is absolutely changing. When the back of the food packages have directions on how to cook their food in an air fryer. I mean, think about that, right? Are things changing? Yeah. Everything had microwave directions on it. Now they have microwave and air fryer on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see? Uh -huh. Well, it's kind of the same thing. If you remember like 20 years ago, yeah. a lot of things had not air fryer, but they had toaster oven and microwave. Right. Dude, right. I love toaster ovens. Yeah, toaster ovens are kind of cool. Toaster oven. Toaster Dude. ovens are neat. Yeah. Uh, uh, think about this. Remember when you could get, God, I'm almost dating myself here. Totino's pizzas, right? Yeah, everyone knows Totino's party pizzas, right? Yeah. The little pizzas, right. You used to be, get, be able to get those for like, I don't know, they were like 75 cents a piece or something like that. They used to be 99. 99, they were, they were down to, I remember them even finding them cheaper than that. And yeah, absolutely. They're delicious. They're yummy. They're crispy. We used to keep them in our office, in the office freezer, and we had toaster ovens in there. And dude, there was nothing cooler than throwing one of those uh, those Totino's party pizzas 
in in the toaster oven and just letting it rip you know i mean <laughs> think about i just thought about that man i haven't had one of, i haven't had one of them and the price went up on them they're too too expensive now are they really i don't know what they are because the last time i bought them they're 99 cents yeah well i remember you used to get them in a four pack you used to be able to get them in a four pack right not here not here no yeah i've never seen four packs I, re- I remember seeing the four packs for under four bucks, you know, getting four pack because I used to buy them all the time for the office and keep them in the freezer and just, yeah. uh, just buy tons of them. And man, it was awesome. Toaster oven. Yeah. And then squirt around, float them, fro- <laughs> fold them in half and lunch, right? <laughs> um, There is. Yeah. Toaster ovens were great. He put out toaster oven with a question mark. (laughs) That's funny stuff. (laughs) But a lot of things have changed. A lot of things have changed. And, uh, yeah, heat them up. (laughs) Let them thaw. I saw that. I saw you put out there, just let them thaw and eat them that way. My favorite one was was the triple meat one and the little supreme one was always pretty good. Those little Tostino's uh, party pizzas. Scott, you still got those down. Don't you buy those every now and then down there? Uh, the the little to- Tostinos or whatever yeah. they are? Totinos? Yeah. yeah. The uh, the rolls? Are no, the, no, pizza. The, pizzas. the, the little pizza. pizzas. Um, yeah. No, I don't buy the little pizzas. Every once in a while, we, when we want like volcano packets, we buy those rolls. Oh, okay. Because you know, like you, you, you cook those and like yeah. unless you let them get to the point that they're cold if you yeah. bite into them they're gonna like be scolding your mouth like i think they're like, like lava i don't i don't know how the physics of that work are you, are you you're talking they're about either like they're, rolls, right yeah yeah they're, you know, they're either cold or are they are they are like scorching like third degree burn hot lava <laughs> there's, there's no in between with those and if you and if you do that go buy a lottery ticket if you buy right. it <laughs> wow that's warm and tastes good yeah, like, go buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, you I know the code. The, the, yeah, the same thing with the hot pockets, right, dude? I can't do hot pockets anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is the same kind of thing. Uh, I, I don't know what. Maybe, yeah, right? maybe you have to like, like butcher them up or something. Like maybe like, you know, like slice holes through them <laughs> or something. Like a pot pie, you know, you take a pot pie, you drag a fork across the top. Right, right. Susie actually just did pizza rolls like a week or so ago. She did some in the deep fryer. I mean, talk about yummy. I mean, (laughs) hot pockets come in 37 flavors. Yeah, they also come with a little pink bottle of stuff. Dude, those things, man. The last time I had a pot, hot pocket, dude, I was running for it. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, "Don't." <laughs> Me and hot pockets don't get along anymore. We're not friends. <laughs> and I used to love hot pockets too, but didn't they? They changed them. I think. Uh, I know John loves hot pockets. Scott, he was like. Dude could eat them like 24-7. That and dry cereal. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's a simple way to run it. Scott? Yeah. Uh, yeah? Mm, you must be falling asleep over there. 
I'm not falling asleep. Not yet. You're getting yeah. close. Yeah. You no, gotta... I'm, I'm. I'm a little agitated right now. Why? Because every, everybody wants to like ask me questions right now. <laughs> like, like questions, like and not fun questions, like you know, like what air color? Fart? Yeah, like what, 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 what color the sky is? It's, it's <laughs> a little bit deeper, like. <laughs> like air fryer like like if i start asking questions to you like how, yeah. how do you, how do you think i i feel right now what kind of mood am i in oh okay mm. you want to go there yeah do you really want to go there what kind of do you, do you think i'm in a good mood right now you always <laughs> always you're always in a good mood yeah <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What's your favorite hot pocket? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm pretty boring with that one. Are you? Are you a pizza guy? I do pepperoni. It's the pizza one that has the seasoned outside. The seasoned cheese on the outside. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't know. It's like, yeah, so like a dry, yeah. dry. I don't know. Um, the, the dry shit that they sprinkle yeah. on there and say here. Eat. I, I, <laughs> I don't really care for any of the, of the other ones. I wouldn't buy them and I wouldn't eat them. Like, I, I don't like the ham and cheese ones that are pretty popular, actually. I don't right. like those at all. They're gross. Really? Well, that, that ham's all, like, it's all slippery. <laughs> like, it's all like, like, like worming, or worming around this, like, cheap American goo cheese. Like, it's just, it's not very good. <laughs> There you go. Can you do that sound effect for us one more time? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> that was the best one back in school. Richardson said, "I actually liked the uh, the the Philly cheesesteak one, and that one actually disappeared. Um, I don't even see that one anymore. That one was okay. Um, the pepperoni pizza one that was like the staple, right? That oh. the ham and cheese and the pepperoni pizza those were like everywhere." I mean, you could you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a freaking pepperoni pizza hot pocket or a ham and cheese. They, they were everywhere. I mean, they used to sell them by the wheelbarrow full at the stores, right? Cheese hot pockets, cheddar cheese sauce. There you go. Take that ham and cheese hot pocket and slather it with cheddar cheese sauce. Yeah, that'd help me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm running from the hot pockets nowadays. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna run from the hot pockets nowadays. Rick, what's your favorite hot pocket? Uh, rock. Ed, Rick must be in the. Ed, mute you. Were you in? Feeding the fire. <laughs> yeah. You, you want me to just fix that for you? Here's usually Rick on there. No, not that round. I'm loading up the wood stove. Oh, you're loading up the wood stove? Yeah. yeah. I don't like Hot Pockets. You don't like Hot Pockets? No. Oh. They didn't agree with me the first time I ate them. <laughs> <laughs> That's two of us. <laughs> now you can run that, that my sound effect. That's what go. it was. <laughs> yep, right there. That's a hot pocket for you. Right there, you go. <laughs> we'll get that swirling right there for you. 
Yeah, Make now sure that sucker goes down. You have to beat it down with a stick. Now, me and me and Hot Pockets don't get along. What are other? Okay, what's your favorite microwave food? Let's let's see what you throw out here. Um, microwave food. Favorite? Yeah, your favorite. I've never really thought about actually ranking them. Wow! Come on, let's let's do some ranking action here. Um, girls rank. I mean, come on, <laughs> do it up. <laughs> to to be to be honest, yeah, probably microwave. It has to be something that you do in the it has microwave. Has to be microwaved. I would say. Be- I would say. Um, th- as a genre, I yeah. think my favorite would be probably frozen burritos. Frozen burritos. Yeah, okay. yeah, and 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 I just think because like. I kind of like those a little bit all the time, right? Like maybe once or twice a week um, yeah. for, for a snack. And um, yeah. And I've historically ate them for a long time. Right. But, but like, yeah, if they're just nasty ones, like the ones you get in the bag and they're just like blah. Yeah. <laughs> like every once in a while there's a, I don't know what brand it is, but there's like that one brand it's, I don't know. I'm going to sound strict. Like he's got guys got a sombrero and a mustache. Yeah, La Montagna or something like that. I don't. And and they do a shredded beef. That one's excellent. I mean, I don't want to spend two dollars and forty cents for a microwave burrito all the time, but they're they're really good. And then even like the these are like a rarity. I get these, but you know, like Circle K and Seven Eleven, they the bomb. Yeah, the bomb burrito. Dude, yeah. if you ever find like the green chili or red chili, because yeah. they don't always have those ones. Right. Always <laughs> the bomb. The really big good. Bomb but does that, 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 I guess that counts as a microwave because it's not frozen, right? Right, right. But you're They're still not frozen. Right. Yeah, but they have microwave. That's how you cook them is you just throw them in the microwave oh, real quick. Yeah, they were frozen at one time. I don't I'm think sorry. that, I don't know if they are. I think those are refrigerated. I don't think, I don't think it says like freshly packed on the packaging. I think they it have, does because have. it comes from the sandwich company. Does it? The bomb? Yeah. yeah, they come from the sandwich company here. Oh. You know, I, like the, that whole, that whole like, uh, you know, refrigerated open case. Right. You have the sandwiches, maybe like vegetable and fruit cups. Yeah. It all comes from the same company. I've seen them stock them before. Oh, and okay. that's why I was saying they don't always have the, like the red or the green one. They also... They have at the Circle K. They do breakfast burritos like that. Yeah. And they are wrapped in paper. Yes, the yellow ones. Yeah. Right? Those are amazing. Those have right. been around since the 80s. Did you know that? I I don't think I noticed them. I don't okay. think I've noticed them that Those much. Those have but. literally been around since the late 80s. They, they specialize in their breakfast burritos. Um, the yellow paper wrapped ones, and I can't right. remember the name, but no, I can either. remember. It's I can remember. No, not hot stuff. That's me. Ass no, 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 hot stuff because that's what sourdough sells. Sourdough fuel stations. Do they? Yeah, I think it's a different one. Hey, Judo, thank you for joining the show. I appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for being here. Look for us tomorrow night. Remember our variety show. This is an impromptu show open forum uh the variety show tomorrow night 6 30 p.m alaska time also check us out on the web if you want to go to pulse alaska 
Puleska.com, P-U-L-S-E-A-L-A-S-K-A.com, and you can find out more about us here on The Pulse. Also, we do have our uh, headline news show. Usually happens around 10-ish in the morning, uh, 10 a.m. Alaska time, 11 a.m. Pacific, and you're welcome to join in with uh, myself and uh, Scott over here. Hey, and- how, how come, like, you know, the guys on the, the old man show, right? Right. How come he gives them, like, the people that call in, he gives them a cool name? And you, you, you just treat you, you just treat us like dirt all the time. We're just like the flunkies in the background. Like, oh, here's here's Scott and Rick coming in again. <laughs> Whatever. What do you what do you want? You want like, okay, let me let me give you an intro here. Like, like hey, how come got, how come they call uh, oh navigators? Like, wow, that sounds really cool. And, Absolutely. And we're just we're we're just like, okay. oh yeah. Let's here's, here's, here. here's the here's the guy who hangs out at the Circle K. Yeah, but Scott, we got we got cool profiles. Look at his, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. you do, you do. You've got, uh. you've got you've got cool profiles. Okay, but uh, let me start out with this. Let's just make this easy. Uh, welcome, Coco CW. Uh, I'll just start out with this next time. Let me let me introduce you. Okay, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host now. See, I had something waiting in the wings. Just wait for your BS to pop up, Scott. Okay. <laughs> here you and go. Here I am, the one taking the head pills. And coming to you live from Anderson, Alaska, we are the Pulse with our headliner, the co-host, Tucson Scott. Please all give him a welcoming applause as he enters this fine studio. <laughs> Take that, you ass hat. <laughs> I didn't hear any applause. I'm totally unappreciated. That's it. Wait, okay, wait a second. Let's <laughs> give him some applause on the pulse, shall we? Here you Roll go. Clap. Roll clap. There you go. That's more like it. That's there more you like go. It. Yeah, yeah, better. Golf clap. <laughs> oh man, I meant, I, to, I meant to grab a beer and I got a YooHoo instead. <laughs> the kind of life I live right now. You're lame. <laughs> oh, Hear that? He's sucking on the YooHoo. Yeah, <laughs> or friend Phil, one or the other. <laughs> oh. Wait. There. <laughs> oh, all right. Welcome to the show. I haven't, I haven't right. even been looking at the show. I don't even know who's in the chat. There could be just like, you know, <laughs> negativity going on back there, and I'm not even paying yeah. attention. Yeah. Let me see what you people are up to. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for calling in, <laughs> Rattlesnake Scott. There you see? go, Robert. <laughs> Rattlesnake Scott. Oh man. It's more like no. I'm not even gonna go over there. I'm not even gonna go there tonight. <laughs> we'll we'll save that one. Did you, know you like that intro? Do you like that award sound? Yeah, that was the satisfactory. It wasn't satisfactory. Could you almost see the red carpet rolling out for you? Could you? I mean I, I did. Rick still prom- Rick promised to roll out the red carpet for you, and he never did it. 
Do you and know? I got put on the toilet. They got put on the toilet. <laughs> put on the toilet. <laughs> on the on the on the seat. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? I you you guys are like way older than me, right? So I wanted to throw this out oh. there. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, keep talking, <laughs> man. So all my life, and I've seen this, and I know especially Brett because he lived in California and it seemed like it was way more prevalent there. Like, especially like obviously in the eighties and it's slow to slowed over time. Yeah. But what's the deal with putting the carpeted or uh, carpeted toilet seat covers? Like who in their, who in their right mind? Like the, thought, shag the shag carpet, the shag carpet right? The shag carpet toilet seat cover. Like, like, dude, we called those guillotines. Like, oh you know why, right? Those are guillotine toilet seats. You will never find a toilet seat that you can have one of those shag carpet toilet seat covers on that'll stay up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were. They were heavy. You Dude. do like a you do like a thing where you, like I bring back memories. Like I put my foot, my left leg on the side of the toilet and jam my knee into it, and then kind of like lean over. Right. Like, like I'm like leaning over the barrel yeah, to the take guillotine. a piss because I'm afraid it's going to fall. And when yeah, you're a little kid, when you're like a seven year old, yeah, yeah, that thing will, that thing will flatten it out. Right. The guillotine. You're like the perfect, you're a perfect size, right? That thing's just like <laughs> laughing at you. Like, ah, I'm about to smash your peepee. That's stuff back from the 70s. How are you going to tell mom about that one? Right. What were you doing messing around in the bathroom anyway? Right. Hide it in a sock. Oh, man. I remember I couldn't get away with anything, any shenanigans in the bathroom when I was little. Anything at all. If I walked into the bathroom and I grabbed, like, my mom's perfume off the shelf, yeah. one soft spray. And I'd hear her. What are you doing in there? Are you getting into my things? You're kidding me. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. That's funny. Hurry dude. up, hurry up and get out of there. Hurry up and finish up and get out of there and go to bed. <laughs> oh man. And then and then and then 15 I go to bed and 10 minutes after I go to bed, she opens the door. I smell my perfume in there. What were you doing? <laughs> and what I'm would like, your reply be? Like, I don't I don't know. I was curious how it worked. Like how that little bulb thing on it, like a little dangly ball. Like <laughs> what are you doing with all these sticks of dynamite in here? <laughs> like I like I'm a I'm a I'm a boy. It looked like an like a, a an oil can. I don't know. Like <laughs> of course I want to see how it works. <laughs> Only on the pulse, people. <laughs> Rick, you got any embarrassing moments you want to share? <laughs> uh, not at this moment. Not at this moment, huh? You, you try, <laughs> you're trying to hold back. I mean, yeah. I gotta laugh. I mean, I was lucky enough growing up to have a, my own bathroom. Don't don't ask me how that worked out but anyway i had my own bathroom 
Um, I was I was lucky enough to be, but I tell you what, I could stash things in my room or in my bathroom or this or that. My mom was like a bloodhound. Man, she could find anything. I mean, you could literally like knock a hole in the drywall in the wall, shove something in there, um, retape it and mud it, and she would find it. I mean, I, the woman was a walking bloodhound. She could right. find anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially back in those days, you know, <laughs> back in those days, I mean, weed was prevalent. <laughs> he used to ask us, how much weed do you smoke? Well, can you judge it by the pound? I mean, back then, weed was everywhere. It was yeah. like. It, it, it also wasn't very good. No. Well, I, would, well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, obviously. Stuff but that, but but at the same time, it's like compared to what they have now. I mean, it's oh yeah, it's like a micron, you know. Right, right. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like the well, size of a, a grape now is about as potent as what a pound back then would have oh, been. Yeah, you had to smoke like you had to smoke like a like a hefty bag full of weed to get stoned back then. I mean, I mean, it wasn't quite that bad, but we we used to call it just ditch weed, dirt weed. Right. Homegrown, homegrown, yeah. yeah, stuff that had you know so many seeds in it, you didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. But you always had, you always had that one friend that would travel and come back with something. You know, they'd come back with sticky eeky or or you know uh, skunk or something. You know, stuff that had so much resin in the bag, you could literally pull out a bud, throw it at the wall, and it stuck. Right. They open the bag in a closed room, and you're like, dude, that's, yeah, that that smell's not going to go away. Right. Like, and it does. Close that bag up. You're in my room at my house. Like it's six <laughs> o'clock. My mom's going to walk in here. Oh, right. You know, like you're, you're like, can you please stop? Yeah, you can't get away from it either. No. You know, it, it just follows you. It just clings to you, and you're just stuck with just it. It smells like <laughs> Pepe Le Pew, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, you always had that one friend that come and go, dude, I got some killer ganja, man. You got to check this stuff out. <laughs> like, pull it out. It's, like, all sticky. and It's, like, you know, it's almost like, like syrup on it. It's so sticky with the rest of you're like, Oh my God! They don't even have they don't even have stuff like that anymore. No, like like that stuff was one hit wonder back then. That's what we used to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Back then, like like now, that that wouldn't do good for anybody. They'd complain about it. Right. It's just crazy. Yeah, I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, it it is. It's a it's uh. Well, we talked about it earlier. There's a gummy bear out there that get us higher than we've ever been before i'm sure right <laughs> like there's a gummy bear out there that'll make yeah. you feel like you just like that you got put under at a hospital right like there is i don't know what my mom uh, what my doctors i i mean my mom she's uh, in her 80s and um she's always had anxiety and her doctor says get her some gummies and I'm like, I, I've told you about this, Scott. And she's all, but just make sure you give her only half. I'm like, why? She's all. Half, half the bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so these ones that, that we got for her, 
I gave her her first half a gummy. This was months and months ago, right? I gave her, she goes, ah, I'm feeling a little anxious tonight. I just can't sleep. Listen, as I'd hear, Ma, take this gummy. Your doctor says that this will do your world of good. You know, because I don't like cramming drugs down my mom, you know. Um, so it was just one of those things, an alternative saying, hey, try this out. I think it was, what are the two kinds, sativa and something else? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway. Indiga. Indigo and sativa. Indigo, or, or yeah, sativa, yeah. Okay. I, and I can't remember what one of them's more of like uh, centered for like mind high, and the other one's more for a body high. I am yeah. totally not the person to be answering, no, or I'm, even I'm, talking I'm, right now. Yeah. Like I probably sound like an idiot to anybody right. who even mildly, uh, yeah, recreates with procreates or whatever you call it. <laughs> procreate? What are you having sex with it? <laughs> <laughs> And Scott's having sex. Pro- with procreate with, uh, you know, the yeah. uh, marijuana, whatever, <laughs> TLC. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to my story. I go and buy these things, right? They're expensive. She sends me to this one place. She goes, they got pure strain there. I said, they're actually made here in Alaska. This is some of the best stuff you'll find. And I guess that the one I got is the sativa. So it's not like a downer that's going to. You know, drop your mood into the toilet to where you like eat out the refrigerator till there's nothing left. You know, so I I give her this. I I go in and I I cut one of these gummies in half, and it's like the strongest strain you can get. She says, just give her a half of one, right? So I give her this half a gummy worm, right? Or gummy bear, whatever the hell it was. And I said, it's going to take probably about 10, 15 minutes. I said, and this is going to help you relax. So I come back downstairs. I do my thing. I go back up like 20 minutes later. And she's sitting there on her tablet. Granted, my mom just loves having a tablet. I bought her a tablet. She watches YouTube videos and listens to crap and all that sorts of stuff and she literally looks at me raises her head and looks at me has a sparkle in her eye and goes this shit is good (laughs) and literally just goes i'm good now i'm happy so anytime she has like her anxiety or panic attack i just give her a half a gummy and she's like happy as all get out you know I, I never thought that stuff was. Who would have thought a half a gummy could could do that to you? I mean, Rick, you know anything about them things? Nope, I got a CDL. Can't touch that stuff. So do I. Same way. Um, I it's just amazing. I I no, just I I just had a discussion with somebody with, here in Tucson about the places yeah. that sell it. Yeah. They get lines. They're so busy that yeah. they, they have hours that you can come and buy it, right? Right, right. And you have to stand in lines, like, and they'll be in like a mini mall, right? Right. And they'll have a line that's like, I mean, it may be not that long, but like, you know, a hundred foot long of people standing around. Yeah, to get these like, gummies. Just at the dispensary. Yeah, like the three yeah. o'clock open for selling time. Yeah, and right. It's just, it's just, it's nuts. It's like, yeah. but I would the, the conversation I was having is how annoying that is. If you have to 
go to one of those mini malls or areas where they're trying them. to get to Filberto's you can't, you for can't, a burrito. You can't, yeah, you can't find parking anywhere, and there's all these people just standing around, like, and they're yeah. you know, and they're the the they're not necessarily the sharpest group of people to put in one place right there's just like these like zombies kind of walking around like that's cool sean put out there uh that's awesome i do i i really think it's the neatest thing and it, she just gets a kick out of it 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 just it's one of those things that i'm amazed about i mean i've talked to you about it scott as to what it does for Ma. And yeah. she's, she's just like happy go lucky. And I was a, a like like a, we were we were talking recently about it. So I was involved with like you know that CBD company, right? And like I mean, those yeah. people, man, they they mixed it. Really? Yeah, like yeah, like that that company like used to get like whatever like super high like basically pure CBD. Yeah, and they used to like get like. I'm not even kidding. Like, like those like jugs of it. Yeah. They used to buy jugs of it, you know. And, and that company made everything. So, like, you think of anything that's in your bathroom, right? Like every anything you've ever used inside your bathroom, this company would put it CBD in it. Like basically, like wow. you know, like uh, you remember because they even had I don't oh, know yeah. if I, they had beard I oil and like yeah, beard oil with CBD. I'm like. Right. What do to my beard? I don't know if you guys can see my profile pic or not, but I got one beard. Then you look at Rick, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> he, he's Alaskan Yeti." <laughs> do you have a beard right now, Rick? No, just my handlebars. He's got handlebars. Yeah. That way, that way they can hold on to was, him until he gets. I was like, you. that would be something new. <laughs> It is, um, Sean put out there, it's so much healthier than big pharma, especially for the elderly. Absolutely. I am so thankful uh, for our our doctor that we have here. Um, she's a great doctor. Um, and she, you know, there's, there's times where, yes, you still need, you know, certain pharma for blood pressure and this and that and blah, 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 blah. But... Uh, it is. It was amazing. She just says, no, I'm not giving you depression pills or any of this crap. You just just take a try on this and it right. worked. And she's been happy ever since. You know, it is. It's a total blessing. Thanks, Sean, for that. It, it really is. You know, so um, it was sort of interesting when, you know, working for that company because I was like just kind of helping out with their like shows. Right. And their conventions. Right. Yeah. Um you go to these beauty and aesthetics uh, conventions and like, basically it's just that the, it, every city you go to, it just brings the most beautiful women. Right. Right. But only the really dumb ones. And amen to that, Sean. <laughs> like, like, like it's just think of, think of going like the, when I, when I did the one in Florida was, was just crazy. I've never met so many adults with such like low talking capacity. Yeah. Like I, it felt like, it felt like there was like six year olds walking around in model bodies, you know, right. and, and, and it's and it, it, around all day. It could be a little, a little, uh, tiring 
to yeah. be fair to be fair was like, that in new york or was that the one in florida uh, florida i did well i did the one in florida and then in, in new york um yeah. and then i've done ones here yeah. um and even that like like scottsdale small small little like hotel events in scottsdale and right you know they'll like ask me the just the most ridiculous questions like like they'll pick up a, a like they'll like they'll pick up a bottle that says like whatever right it says ten dollars on it in these big neon pink and they'll ask me how much it is you know yeah. it's like it, it just anything or or um like oh like there's a there's a, a stack of 400 business cards and how many people like the amazing how this this group would ask if they could have one yeah like sure yeah like you know yeah (laughs) well i gotta say only if you take me to dinner right like (laughs) like but then it gets old because they're like oh like (laughs) oh is that your hot pocket sound from ham that almost sounded like the same sound Yeah. What's the sound the ham makes in Hot Pockets? Well, if they sneeze too hard, that'll come out of their ears. <laughs> Sean put out there, yeah, it's probably from trauma. You never know, man. Well, you know, it's a very, I, I will say, like, just like it is when you work in any type of other demographic, like, and you work yeah. around certain type of people, and you, you get to learn how to behave and act around there's a lot of things to be careful around with that type of def- demographic right um, it's and it and it's having to be super nice and also being naive also like so like i noticed that like working an event like that like the like a, the big florida one right we're four days in that type of environment for 12 hours a day and i end up you know, acting like a ditzy bond myself at the end, like, like, you know, where it's just like, you know, every, everything's like, Oh, that's so cool. Like, Whoa, right. what, what just happened? Why did I say that? <laughs> hey guys, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bail here. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. All righty. Uh, Rick, thank you for being on the show. Uh, that's Nina Rick that's with us and see you tomorrow night on the variety yeah. show. Be Everybody there. have a good night. See you later. Uh, good night, Rick. Good night. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're getting close to winding down anyway. It's about, uh, we got about, I don't know, 10 minutes left on this show. Uh, wow. Two shows tonight. Four hours of shows. Uh, you were you were here for one and a tenth, Scott. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to bag on you. <laughs> You need to start treating your employees better. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll bring that Rick, up. Rick, Rick, I'll me, bring and Rick, me and Rick are talking about starting a union. <laughs> you go for it. You go, girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over that. You just go with it. <laughs> and yeah, um, uh, uh, the dude Sean, you're totally welcome to join our union since you've had to put up with this abuse also tonight. Right. Right. And Robert, throw Robert in there too. Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert's working right now. Yeah, I know he's stick it to the man. Stick it to the man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No scabs allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, pull that union crap on me. See what happens. <laughs> I am union too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I am union. Absolutely. Uh, Robert's union. I'm union. <laughs> 
That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the local 206. Okay. I can um, 959 here. And then we also got 302 equipment here in Alaska. So. I, uh, Robert, I shared, I shared a story. I was like, some, so we were, we were talking about it, right? We were talking about like big machinery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I said, man, I was talking to a guy on Bobby. He had like a two story forklift. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, well, that's kind of a, that's kind of daunting. You yeah. know, you really think about it. Like you probably get used to it fairly quickly, but, yeah. um, but still like, Yeah. Big machines. That's what we were talking about. We were talking yeah. about the uh, big machine, Car Carvana, the Carvana, Carvana. Uh, towers, day, right? That was last. Yeah, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that, and I and I said it kind of creeped me out. Yeah, yeah, like it. It is kind of this giant multi-story tower with a hand that grabs cars, and it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> oh, too much way too much all righty well let me uh let's go ahead and wind things down scott you got anything uh, final words that you want to say on the way out there? no no i'm you, i'm you, good you're good all right <laughs> you sure i i mean you know it's open mic night <laughs> yeah y'all you, good all righty all right peoples let's do it Everyone, thank you for joining the Pulse tonight. It's been a great night of shows. We actually did this impromptu show, two shows tonight, four hours of podcast. What a great night it was. And you know what? It's all great because you guys make us great. Thank you for all your support here at the Pulse. Look for us tomorrow night for our regular scheduled show, 6.30 p.m. Alaska time. That's 7.30 Pacific. Um, you know, then you go 8.30 Arizona and so on and so on and so on. <laughs> also, tomorrow morning, we are The Pulse. We will be doing the headline news show. That's tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Alaska time-ish. I'm going to put heavy on the ish. That's 10 a.m. Alaska time, 11 a.m. Pacific for the headline news show. Also, let's give some shout outs out there. Take a look out there. Uh, go out there and see in the morning show. One of the best morning shows out there. I enjoy being on there. Uh, check out the Old Man's Podcast. Happening Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 7 a.m. Pacific. We also got WKOP out there. We got the outside of normal. We got all sorts of them out there. Check out Caps too, KAPZ. Lots of fun. It's a good podcast family. Thankful to have you all in it. I do have, uh, let's see here. I got one more plug I got to throw out. And uh, then I'm going to send you guys off with a song. If I could say one more thing, people. You know what? Be safe out there and be kind to one another. You just never know what you can do for someone's day. Give them a smile out there. Like I said, I got one more plug I got to throw out there. And, uh, hey, Sean, absolutely. Throw your plug out there, man. Uh, Dude Sean show. 
Uh, matter of fact, I, I think I've pulled that. Uh, you have to give me some more information on it. Give me some hours and times. We'll get it out there for you. No problem whatsoever. Also, uh, let's see here. Uh, like I said, I got one more plug. Scott, you got anything else out there? I do not. Okay. I'll let you go to sleep. I got one more plug to throw out there, and then we're uh, we're heading for one more song, and we're going to send it on down the road. Good night, all. Thanks again, and thanks for joining the Pulse. Also, look for us at PulseAlaska.com. Enjoy your evening, people. The Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best in Alaska. Don't forget Super Bowl Sunday. Doors open at 11. Games and prizes will be happening during the game. Also, Wednesday food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30 p.m. Clear Sky Lodge, located at Milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251 and tell them your good friends at the Pulse sent you. Don't wish it away Don't look at it like it's forever Between you and me I could honestly say That things can only get better And while I'm away Just out the demons inside Before you and me run The place in our hearts Will we hide And I guess that's why they call it the blues Time on my hands Could be time spent with you Laughing like children Living like lovers Stare in the space, picture my face in your hands. Live for each second without hesitation, and never forget I'm your man. And I guess that's why they call it the blues Time on my hands Could be time spent with you Laughing 